0: The Big Rab Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Yeah, you might have uh, wondered, um, what's wrong with Rab's voice? Well, I have to be honest, folks, I've actually lost my voice. Um, Which is not great for a guy who works in radio. Yeah, I've managed to catch myself a bit of a cold, so... I'm coughing and sneezing my way through the past few days. Now, don't worry. Yes, I'm all fully tested up. PCR tests and lateral flows and all that jazz. And no, it's not the dreaded COVID, uh, but just a regular commoner garden man flu. Um, So there you go. Apologies for the dodgy voice. If anything, uh, this week's pod will be somewhat of a team effort as a result, uh, because it'll be all I can do to struggle to get through this week's episode, folks, if I'm honest. Wow. Uh, because it really hurts to talk. <laughs> Which for some folks could be a great thing, going, yes, we don't have to listen to rap. Uh, specifically my missus, who thinks it's brilliant news that my voice is gone. Uh, but honestly, this morning I woke up, I couldn't speak. I, I could barely even whisper. It was uh, So I was dreading coming in here and recording a pod for you guys, so I honestly didn't know if I could make it happen. But like I said, this week's podcast will happen rain or shine or voice or no voice it's happening it's happening now like i said it'll be a collective effort from the guys on the team and we will have uh, Aaron Aaron joining us later on to uh, give us the news and stuff so look forward to that now, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are very welcome. We are the show for the bagpipe and folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or, indeed, our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe, and its people – And if you would like to, you don't have to, but if you'd like to, you can go over there to our Patreon, click on support, and get your hands on loads of extra stuff. Now, over there on Patreon, actually, we've been churning out loads of extra goodness over there. In fact, um, there's all sorts of exclusive interviews and stuff that's just been published there on Patreon uh, following the event in Bangor that you may want to listen to. That's all I'm going to say on that, but shout out to the Patreon faithful, you guys have got access to those episodes of Rab Show Plus, of course, our Fuse FM catch-ups and all of that, plus all those exclusive interviews and stuff that never see the light of day anywhere else other than on Patreon. So there you go. Okay, dokie, well, with every single Big Rab Show podcast, we always like to kick things off with listener mail. Now, this week, we do not have any listener mail, but for good reason, Our mailbox has mostly been filled with nominations for the Big Rab Show Awards. Yeah, I dare say Aaron will be chatting about that more in a minute or two uh, as the pod continues. But yeah, our mailbox, BigRabShow, gmail.com, has been filled with nominations. And I dare say next week's podcast, we'll be talking all about the finalists. Mm. Yeah, so next week we'll be announcing the finalists for the Big Rab Show Awards. And where you guys can go and vote for your favourite. So, very exciting times. Indeed, we'll we'll get talking more about that, of course, with the news and that. But there you go. So, that's by way of an explanation why we don't have any listener mail this week. Because, yeah, our listener mail has been nothing but nominations. So, thank you, folks, for them. But keep them coming in, indeed. Alrighty. So, that mailbox again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That's our email address. Alrighty. Now, you guys guessed it. It's normally one of our favorite points in the show where um we try to invent a word that kinda reflects either the week behind us or the week ahead of us. So yeah, it's time for word of the week. It's time for word of the week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Ah uh, yes, this week's word of the week is team. Now believe it or not, that is completely selfish. Uh, it started out completely selfish because we were talking about the Big Rab Show team and how we all kind of had to band together to make this week's podcast happen. Uh, realistically, with me getting this dose of the cold and everything and having no voice, it was all hands to the pump to try and get this episode done. So hey, a huge team effort. ...from everyone on the Big Rab Show team, so thank you to everyone. So that's our word of the week this week. Team. If we didn't have the team in place, then uh, things don't happen. And I guess that kind of reads across as well to the piping world. Whenever we look at the band scene, our own pipe bands can be seen as teams, if you want. Teams of people who have a common goal... And those teams have to work together efficiently to be able to achieve that goal. So, if you don't have a constructive or operating team, then you're a bit before you even hit the circle. So, yeah, perhaps think more of your band as a team of people trying to achieve a goal rather than someone banding together just for the crack. Do you know what I mean? So uh, depending on what your focus is, of course, if you do want to achieve and win things and press on with the music and and continue to improve on quality and all that, then that's exactly where the word team would fall into place. So there you are. That's our word of the week this week. That's where our focus is, I suppose. Uh, Team, Big Rab Show team, honestly. Guys, if it wasn't for the Big Rab Show team, half of the stuff that we do here in the Big Rab Show just wouldn't happen. <laughs> Even with me, ah, deadly. So there you go. Yeah, shout out to the Rab Show team. You guys are awesome. Totally. Well, also, possibly one of our very favourite features here on the Big Rab Show has to be Weekly Drone. And I would encourage you again that if you do want to get in contact with us, and a good number of you have, about a, 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 yeah, there's been quite a lot of things published, uh, both on social media and online and on Twitter and whatnot. And um, a lot of commentary would come into our mailbox and then say, don't read this out on the show. And also we would get it through our Facebook page and whatnot saying, hi, don't read this out, but when do you hear this? Well, I have to say, go along to our weekly drone page where you can submit your story, your thoughts, your comments, and they get read on air completely anonymously. There's no names attached, no identifying factors. It's just completely anonymous. That's the beauty of Weekly Drone. So why not? Send us in your Weekly Drone, just like this next person did. So, Aaron, what's this week's Weekly Drone?
1: The Weekly Drone
2: Tenor Drums Dear Big Rob, Can you please tell me what the story is with the tenor core these days? Looking back at the previous few years of band performances, I've noticed the tenor lines getting bigger and bigger. Why? When I was first involved in bands, the tenor drum was rarely heard of. A band was feeling flush if they had one or maybe two in your line. Bands like the 78th won the Worlds in 1987 with no tenor drums at all. A sudden change seemed to happen in the late 1990s, with tenor drummers everywhere, sprouting out of the woodwork, with everyone seeming to be an expert in the instrument. Now please don't get me wrong here, I do enjoy watching a good tenor core. But I'm asking, what do they really add musically to the band? The wee diddly, bing-bong-bap sounds you get now and then when the tenors wake up doesn't really do it for me don't get me started on the arm flailing, flouncing and spinning looks more like choreographed dancing than drumming maybe I just don't get it and I'm long in the tooth but I just don't get what the tenor cores of now a add to the music bands were great without them so why do we suddenly need them now? The tenor for me, in my experience, has always been seen as a gateway instrument. Something you get handed while you learn pipes or pick up the snare. But now I see very talented musicians specialising in tenor drumming. What is that about? Anyways, I'm sure you're going to catch a lot of flack if you broadcast this. But you did say send your thoughts and feelings. I'm just giving over mine. One last thing. The size of tenor cores reached its peak with the Spirit of Scotland Pipe Band in 2016. Honestly, that was ridiculous. I don't know for the life of me how so many tenors added to that performance. They lifted the drumming for the UK's that year. Is this the shape of things to come? Massive tenor cores binging, bonging and bapping their way through every score? Good luck to them. But I don't think bands need that many of them. But happy for you to prove me wrong. The Weekly Drone. <laughs> um, oh dear. Yeah, some
0: quite interesting and controversial thoughts there from our Weekly Droner this week, Aaron. Um, so with that in mind, whenever we've seen this coming in, uh, we actually thought to ourselves, well, hi we need to get a tenor drummer to do like a bit of a rebuttal. You know, we couldn't just let these thoughts just go out there and then have me give my own opinion. I thought I thought that it would be kind of best to actually go out to an actual tenor drummer for them to give their thoughts. So, uh, yeah, what better tenor drummer to ask to do it then? So, here's Tyler Fry, and uh, we'll go through this point by point, will we? So, <laughs> yeah, here's Tyler. Oh, and yeah, just... By way of a simple credit, the music used in this next piece is by Kevin (laughs) McLeod. There you go. All right, Tyler, where are you, sir?
3: Hi there, thanks so much for having me on the show, guys. I'm looking forward to having a chat about something obviously very close to my heart.
2: Dear Big Rob, can you please tell me what the story is with tenor cores these days? Looking back at the previous few years of band performances, I've noticed the tenor lines getting bigger and bigger.
3: Really? They're not that big. Proportional, really, but I'm glad to fill you in Eh, on the whole story. Things always seem bigger when they're flying in your face all the time. Let's be honest.
2: When I was first involved in bands, the tenor drum was rarely heard of.
3: Yeah, that's true. From around the 1930s through to the early 1970s, particularly throughout the regiments in Scotland, tenor drummers were, quote, to be seen and not heard. This was understandable, though, because in many former British colonies over the decades, this was also deemed
2: the sign of a strong rearing. A band was feeling flush if you had one or maybe two in your lineup. Bands like the Seventy-Eighth won the worlds in '87 with no tenor drummers at all.
3: Oh, come on, no tenor drummers at all? Chris Moran and Old Man Watson. Of the 70th Frasers in 1987, I think they'd probably like to have a word with you, sir. Or whatever, whomever you identify as. I'd love if I had the opportunity to ask Big Luke Allen, and he's the guy who was on that big manly bass drum on the day, if you happen to notice two, eh, let's just say medium-sized, quote, twirly whirlies floating about Bella Houston Park whilst the 78th were playing at the Worlds that day. Or better yet, whilst they were marching off the field with, you know, that big spike of a trophy. In all fairness, the dodgy mono C90 cassette recorders of the day likely didn't have the discernment, unlike most judges, to pick up those subtle yet overpowering frequencies. I mean, even a top-of-the-line Sony R-DAT recorder at the time could only handle at most 11 or 12 frequencies. That's not taking into account some of the background interference such as a jackhammer on a New York street, machine gun in a Texas rancher, well, let's be honest, similarly, a snare drum in a pipe band.
2: A sudden change has seemed to happen in the late 90s, with tenor drummers everywhere, sprouting out of the woodwork, with everyone seeming to be an expert in the instrument. Well, I'm really glad that you brought that up, because believe it or not, incidentally, a
3: large number of tenor drummers are actually woodworkers. It's a... Well, I guess you could say it's a little-known fun fact of our our idiom, if you will.
2: Now, please don't get me wrong here. I do enjoy watching a good tenor core. But I'm asking, what do they really add musically to a band? The wee diddly-bing-bong-bop sounds you get now and then when the tenors wake up? Doesn't really do it for me.
3: Yeah... Bing bong bap, my hearings turn to crap. That's actually a quote from the now disgraced children's book author Dr. Seuss. Uh, you, I don't know if you were alluding to that or not. Now, this concern uh, for me personally is quite serious, and I'm I'm genuinely no doctor. If you're listening to a championship-winning band and you're only hearing quote bing bong bap from the tenor drummers, it sounds to me that you may have a medical condition. Notice tinnitus or as you probably say on your side of the world tinnitus which unfortunately there is no cure so what's the moral of the story kids wear good quality musicians hearing protection available only from highly reputable outlets such as scott curry music limited jim Kilpatrick percussion limited and countless exclusive tie fry distributors worldwide
2: don't get me started on the arm flailing flouncing and spinning Looks more like choreographed dancing than drumming.
3: I think that we can all agree that it's time we actually engage in a, well, let's just call it a hard talk about choreography infiltrating marching bands over the past century. If Big Rab would agree, I'd love to devote an entire episode of his show to the devastating impacts of choreography on marching bands and the soldiers who initially mandated such a, well, let's just call it a treasonous global movement. It's certainly no feather in the Busbys, is it? Now, don't let this choreography thing raise a hackle for you. We know that raised hackles have never been the result of good looks. Ever, right? You do raise a valid point, and it beats me as well. But maybe I'm also spending too much time on my laptop during quarantine thinking about such immoral and undignified subjects, such as what you've pointed out above.
2: Maybe I just don't get it, and I'm long in the tooth. But I just don't get what the tenor cores of nowadays add to the music let's just say that they add visual and audible color
3: but as we well know that's been a pretty tough sell historically now i'm no dentist medical professional or psychiatrist for that matter but i'd recommend getting to take a look at your long tooth issue soon regardless it looks like the resonance resulting from the few extra mid frequencies of a pipe band are actually growing your roots deeper than they previously were. Now, I guess that dealing with such dominant and subdominant concerns could be a lot worse, eh? Bands were great without them. So why do we suddenly need them now? Everyone knows you are 100% correct. The paid public and the BBC Global audience deserves to only enjoy looking at the backsides of Pipers and their giant erect drones eh, uh, reaching towards the sky or wherever you want to say. That's not even bringing a skirt or uh, kilt into account. It's without question a massive spectacle for
2: everyone involved. The tenor for me, in my experience, has always been seen as a gateway instrument. You know, something... You get handed while you learn pipes or pick up the snare. But now I see very talented musicians specializing in tenor drumming. What is that about?
3: I'm really glad that you brought this up. Now, this may have been the case in the past, but tenor drummers today choose to be who and what they are, whether the pipe band gods agree with their quote unquote choices or not. In 2021, tenor drummers are widely accepted within our global community. And to be frank, nobody cares how they choose to identify with their fellow drummers in the corps. All drummers have been created equal. The Trotties were long over this topic, several, well, let's call it several elections or appointments in the governing RSPBA. Tenor drummers are finally free to be themselves and enjoy the same benefits of membership. Eh, Other than the illustrious honor of joining a judging panel, not to mention receive those massive judging per diems. We know
2: how huge those are. Anyways, I'm sure you're going to catch a lot of flack if you broadcast this. But you did say, send your thoughts and feelings. I'm just giving over mine.
3: Absolutely not. Keep giving away. We all have repressed urges that can manifest and project in unusual ways. I might cite Freud when I ask which stage of pipe band development you're currently trapped in. I think it's a worthwhile question.
2: One last thing. The size of tenor cores reached its peak with the spirit of Scotland Pipe Band in 2016. Honestly, that was ridiculous. I don't know for the life of me how so many tenors added to the performance. They lifted the drumming for the UK's that year.
3: (laughs) You've clearly got too much on your mind As we had, um, well, let's just say in terms of tenor drummers In the middle of our band circle in 2016 But I do get it We've all had a lot of time alone with our thoughts recently And since the size of the tenor chorus has been taking up so much space in your mind I genuinely want you to know that I'm here to listen What? Sorry, my, my my apologies. I did forget that I'm partially deaf after 37 years of being surrounded by bagpipes and snare drums. So, uh, to be frank, I'm not so good at being a listener as I used to be.
2: Is this the shape of things to come? Massive tenor cores? Binging, bonging, and bopping their way through every score?
3: In all seriousness, I do believe that some growth in the mid-range of the band, and the resultant choreographed movements that come along with them, is quite justified even if just from a mathematical distribution standpoint. All right, so, for example, you asked about the quote-unquote shape of things. Let's think of it like a bell curve with bagpipes and snare drums occupying the first standard deviation of a massive range of notes that an audience is likely to hear, you know, all nine of them. The bass section is slightly more subdued in the second standard deviation. And, well, no composition would obviously be complete without the third standard deviation for the lucky few, like yourself who is sharp enough to pick out only a handful of extraneous notes in her massive mathematical cornucopia, if you will. It's the exterior end of the bell curve that the tenor core actually occupies. Um, Let's just call it the bell end, if you will. I don't know where the drum major carrying that giant stick fits in this analogy or if he, she, they is adding anything to the music, but I'm sure that you'll let us all know in due course. It would be much
2: appreciated for all of us. Good luck to them but I don't think bands need that many of them. But happy for you to prove me wrong. (laughs) Well, remember, things always seem bigger when they're literally
3: flying in your face. I just want you to take a deep, windy breath, you know, reach down your kilt and embrace the countless ranges of colours, sizes and depths available to you in your band's ensemble that clearly only tenor drummers can provide. There's one thing that's sure about tenor drumming in 2021. You'll hear, the notes are clear, and they're here to stay and annoy you with 5,643 various shaft and free ball combinations filling around the middle of your post-COVID band practice. And they're available at my.tiefry.com or an exclusive tie retailer in a city or country near you.
0: Ah, there you go! Quite an interesting topic of conversation with some quite strong feelings from our weekly droner and uh, uh yeah, they are, but they are <laughs> uh, but also our quite interesting rebuttal there from Tyler Fry so. Absolutely fascinating, and I dare say we will be revisiting this area of tenor drums and their contribution to piping and drumming in a future episode. We do hope to produce a bit of a specialist episode all about tenor drumming, focusing on that. So, if this week's Weekly Drone did kind of light a fire under you and thinking to yourself, do people really think this? Well... Yeah, why not send us in your own comments? Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. You can send us in your comments. Uh, But, of course, you can also send us in your own weekly drones, which is the com forward slash weekly drone. That's where you do it. So, yeah, I dare say we haven't heard the end of this topic. We will be reviewing this again for a future, possibly a specialist episode as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, actually. That'll be a lot of fun. Anyway. Let's move on. It's normally at this point in the show... ...where uh, for anyone out there... ...who is kind of struggling with their plan... ...or stuck in any way... ...and you're finding yourself in a bit of a piping rut... ...well, we have an ongoing promotion... ...with the Pipers Dojo... ...that might be able to help you. Do you ever feel frustrated... ...or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time... ...energy, money and passion... You thought you'd be further along by now, but you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Pipers Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, Clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enrol in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Ah, yes. Our ongoing promotion with the Pipers Dojo, definitely go and check that out. So, BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo, that's where you can go. It's completely free. Why not take advantage of it? Honestly, it's fantastic. Alrighty. Well, guys, at this point in the show, my voice is about to give up. So, I'm about to hand over the reins, I suppose, to Aaron McElwain, who will take you through the news and updates. So, uh... Yeah, you won't have to listen to my painful voice anymore. You will get to listen to the smooth dulcet tones of Aaron McElwain. So, Aaron, can you tell us then, what's been all the news
2: and updates for this week then, sir? Thank you so much, Rob. In the news this week, firstly, we'd like to remind you all that the upcoming Glenfiddich Piping Championships in 2021, that's happening at Blair Castle, 10am on Saturday the 30th of October now there is limited availability on the door at Blair Castle so tickets are being encouraged to be purchased in advance for that in person show ticket price is £15 per person or £12 for a concession and those can be found by going to thepipingcentre.co.uk forward slash glenfiddich have all the information there Uh, This year, the competitors uh, invited uh, are Stuart Little, Callum Beaumont, Angus McCall, Jack Lee, Rory McLeod, Willie McCallum, Finlay Johnston, Ian Spears, Glenn Brown and Connor Sinclair. Okay, so that's 10am on Saturday the 30th of October uh, and get your tickets now. You also can get your tickets for the Cayley, uh, which is priced at £60 per person. Those are available along with purchasing your uh, competition tickets. Now, the online broadcast is priced at £15, and it will be available to view for one week after it's first streamed. So, as I said, get along to www.thepipingcentre.co.uk slash Okay, next... On to the Big Rab Show Awards for 2021. This is a reminder to you that the nominations for the 2021 uh, awards are closing tomorrow. Now that is the 16th of September. So if you're listening to this uh, on, on podcast download a few days later and you've already missed the deadline. You've had weeks. So yeah, anybody who still wants to get their nominations in, please send them to bigrabshow at gmail.com and of course all information is up there on the Big Rab Show Facebook page uh, with the list of categories Um, so yeah, get your nominations in uh, and we will look forward to revealing those uh, when the vote opens uh, in the near future now this Saturday coming the 18th of September from 1pm UK time there is a free online concert uh, and that's open to anybody on or off Facebook. Um, it's being run by the Bagpipe Refurb Company uh, so it's a Mar Bagpipes online concert and that's going to feature performances from Derek Marr, David Ogilvy, Brian May, Davy Hunter, Ali Hutton, Ross Ainsley. Chris Waite, Ali Levac, and one thing in common, they're all playing Mar Bagpipes. So, full details are available on Facebook at the Bagpipe Refurb Company's Facebook, and that's the Bagpipe Refurb Co. So, if you just search for that, uh, or, or their, their handle is at Bagpiper Refurbs, all the details are up there. Okay, so also happening this Saturday, and that's the 18th of September, is the official launch and sale of Ali Levac Volume 1 and 2. So that's the brand new tune book from Ali, and it officially launches on Saturday via his website, and that is www.alilevesque.com, and that's spelt A-L-I-L-E-V-A-C-K dot com. So head over there now. The pre-orders of the brand new tune books are already out the door and on their way. Uh, So head over to his website now for further details. Okay, so another event that is going to be taking place uh, this month um, is a fundraising event. Um, Now this is a mountain walk uh, to the summit of Culca Mountains uh, in County Fermanagh. And that's in memory of drum major Rachel Lowry who was tragically killed in a road accident uh, on the 24th of September 2020. Rachel was only 17. She had a bright future ahead of her. Uh, She was somebody that I personally knew. Um, She was well known to all drum majors and to bands across Northern Ireland. Uh, And she was just about to start her studies in childcare at the start of September last year. Uh, and as i say it was a tragic accident that happened so it's rachel's first year anniversary and rachel's family are planning to walk to the summit of Kulka mountains uh, and that's also known as the stairway to heaven um so it's uh, it has two thousand one hundred and eighty-two feet of climbing with a distance of approximately 15 kilometers now rachel herself completed this challenge Uh, to raise money for Cancer Focus in 2018. And the family are obviously uh, going to mark uh, one year since Rachel's passing and they thought it would be fitting for them to complete this walk themselves in Rachel's memory. And they're going to raise money for Air Ambulance Northern Ireland. The Air Ambulance is a vital service in Northern Ireland as they attend many accidents and incidents within minutes of the reported calls coming through. And it costs £2 million per year to run the Air Ambulance in Northern Ireland. So the family would like to show their appreciation by raising much needed funds towards the Air Ambulance running costs. Uh, They're welcoming and would be very grateful for any donations that you can make to help this amazing charity in Northern Ireland to keep up their good work. Okay. So we have put the link up on the big rab show Facebook page. Uh, I will again share it, um, tonight, uh, just so it bumps it up again. So the family would, uh, as I say, would be very grateful of anything that you can give and you can donate that straight through their Facebook, um, event page, um, that set up there. So we wish Rachel's family all the very best uh, as they conquer Colka Mountain. Um and uh, yeah, head over to Facebook now and uh, make a donation. Okay, some so some more uh, local Northern Ireland news for you. Um the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association Northern Ireland branch has uh gave us details of their virtual branch meeting which is to be held on Saturday the 25th of September 2pm and that's going to be via Zoom. Um, so this is the first um, of the branch uh, meetings to happen uh, since March uh, and it's going to be held via Zoom. Again the agenda, minutes and the Zoom link will be forwarded out to all band secretaries shortly. They have also given us early um, notification of the branch AGM which will be held on Saturday the 27th of November at 11am. Further details will be announced near the time and band secretaries should keep an eye on their emails. Nominations for the election of officers and notices of motion for the AGM must be received from band secretaries to the branch secretary At least three weeks prior to the meeting. So that's going to be the 6th of November at 11am. You have to have your uh, nominations and notices of motion in uh, to Danielle McCartney, the Honourable Branch Secretary for the Northern Ireland Branch. Uh, The RSPBA and I would like to remind bands that they must have paid their RSPBA annual fee in order to be able to vote at the AGM. So that's your 2021 fee must have been paid or you will not be eligible to vote. Uh, The email contact for the branch secretary is secretary at RSPBANI.org. And as I say, band secretaries in Northern Ireland, keep an eye on your inboxes for further details coming out. This weekend, the British Drum Company are launching British Drum Company TV. That's BDC TV launching this weekend. They have posted a teaser video this week. um, Letting us all know that something is coming. And that's available on their YouTube channel at the moment. Uh, Of course, keep an eye on their social medias, their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, the BritishDrumCo.com website. So that's BDC TV launching this weekend. And I know a good few of you will be excited to see the content up on their YouTube channel. So another piece of news very close to myself is that the Kloss Kelt Development Pipe Band has started tuition classes for pipes and drums, and they're starting next Wednesday, the 22nd of September, and that's from 7 30 pm in Kloskeld Orange Hall. All ages and abilities are welcome. And if you want further details, if you check out Kloskeld Development on Facebook, uh, and you'll get the details there. Now, another story that dropped in the last week uh, over at PipesDrums.com uh, is a story uh, regarding the Scottish Parliament mandating a vaccine passport for live music events. Uh, uh, so head over to PipesDrums.com. is a very interesting read. Um, if you're planning to attend any major pipe band championships or Highland Games in Scotland in 2022, uh, you maybe can expect to have to produce proof of a full COVID-19 vaccination. Now that's after the Scottish Parliament voted last week to make uh, proof of vaccination mandatory for most live music events. And that obviously negates the option to provide a negative COVID-19 test instead. So the measure was adopted by a vote of 68 to 55 and is due to go into effect on the 1st of October. Applying to... Unseated outdoor piping, drumming and pipe band events with more than 4,000 attendees. Now this is quite a controversial issue here in the United Kingdom specifically. Not all of the devolved nations uh, or England have adopted this uh, policy. Uh, However, the Scottish Parliament has taken their vote on it. And their government officials said in a statement that the country's National Health Service for Scotland COVID check is a verification application set to be released this week that will let organisers and staff check those attending. Now, obviously, with anything to do with the COVID-19 pandemic, it's a very fluid situation. Regulations and guidance are continually changing. Um, So... We will have to keep an eye on this um, because it obviously may have an effect on on, on pipers, drummers and spectators attending um, events in 2022. Uh, it goes on on PipesDrums.com to advise that indoor seated events like the Glenfiddich Championships to be held on the 30th of October would appear to be exempt from this new legislation, but the rules would apply to many of the Highland Games and all of the four major pipe band championships to be held in Scotland. Now, the other major pipe band championship within the calendar is the United Kingdom Championships, which is held here in Lurgan in Northern Ireland. And at this time, the Northern Ireland Assembly has not uh, voted to mandate uh, any passport vaccine passports At this time. But again. It's a fluid situation. So that could change in the future as well. So yeah. Check it out on PipesDrums.com. For the full story. And uh, yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. If you have anything to share. About these stories. Do of course drop us. A private message on Facebook. Or alternatively send us an email. At BigRabShow. At gmail.com. Uh, And we'll be certainly able to bring that news to everybody. Uh, We will, of course, keep you up to date uh, over the next weeks and months on the Big Rab Show podcast and on the Fuse Show with any other information that will affect any of our 2022 competitions, both here in the United Kingdom or around the world. Okay, so some good news this week as well. At long last... We are able to let you know that the Blackthorn Pipers Society is bringing back uh, their piping society nights at the Ulster Scots Community Network Building in Belfast. The usual time, the doors will open at seven pm, and the first piper will be on at seven thirty pm. Uh, full details are available on the Blackthorn Pipers Society Facebook, uh, and yeah, it, we're all looking forward to this, and it's great news to see that uh, we're able to have uh, these in-person piping events resuming. Um, So, yeah, the uh, event is free. The Tuck Shop will be available. So bring a few coins for your refreshments. And also then some more dates for your diaries are that Wednesday, the 20th of October, Wednesday, the 17th of November, and Wednesday, the 15th of December, will be the uh, next Blackthorn Piper Society Night's, uh, running over the next few months. Uh, so, yeah, head over to the Blackthorn Piper Society Facebook now uh, and like and share their post to get the word out to everybody. Also dropped onto the Big Rab Show Facebook page this week uh, was a link to the PPBSO um, in relation to the Coburg Highland Games, which was a success, and they have put up a video um Just obviously to thank all of those who attended and helped make it happen. Uh, So yeah, check out the Big Rab Show Facebook page uh, for the link to the PPBSO. Now, as we bring you news that certain events are now starting to resume uh, in the United Kingdom, uh, we did unfortunately have the sad news that the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year for 2021 has now been cancelled. So in a post on their Facebook, they have stated that in the wake of the government decision today, we do not have a definitive date for when Nelson will be at COVID Alert Level 1. So they have also had confirmation from the NMIT that the event could not go ahead unless they were under Level 1 because of the Level 2 rules. So yeah, unfortunately they've had to cancel the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year event for 2021. So, Some thought has gone into alternate ways of running the competition but it is in their opinion that they want to continue running a top quality competition that the New Zealand Young Piper has become and uh, they're not confident that they can keep it to that brief by changing the format. So instead, they are going to start planning for 2022. Hopefully by that stage in the game, things will have improved across New Zealand. Uh, So the date at this stage will be Saturday the 8th of October 2022. And that's going to be at the NMIT in Nelson in New Zealand. Yeah, so unfortunate news that they've had to cancel uh, this year. Uh, Obviously on the back of the success of 2020, Um, as the uh, New Zealand Young Piper was able to uh, take place in 2020. Uh, But obviously, with this latest outbreak, uh, the post on Facebook does state that it is a reminder of the delicate times that we live in. So they apologise for any stress, financial implications or inconvenience that it has caused. But it is out of control, it's, it's out of everybody's control I mean the, the, the pandemic is still uh, very much real and, and it is fluid so um, they did try their best to hold the competition but a call had to be made and I think we can only applaud the organisers for making the call um, so rest assured those returning next year will be in for an even better competition with some added innovations which you'll have to wait to hear about So to all the kids, uh, the organisers say, please keep practising, keep the spirits high, set your own goals and enjoy piping for just piping. Enjoy the music. And uh, we wish the organisers of the event all the very best of luck over the next coming months uh, as they get prepared for coming back in 2022. Okay, on a bit of a somber note, I do have to give a shout out to all the bands in the United States who all played at literally hundreds of events uh, around the USA to mark the 20th anniversary of the 911 terrorist attacks in New York City. Um, I remember the day well myself. I was still in school at the time, showing my age <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Uh, a horrible and tragic event uh, in 2001 and 20 years uh, doesn't seem real. So a shout out to all the bands who played uh, this week. Um, you did a fantastic job and you did us all proud. So another uh, sad anniversary happened in the last week um, on the 12th of September. Fife Police Pipe Band Uh, remembers their uh, band member and friend, Alex Duncan, uh, who had passed away this time in 2020. The band has put up a picture of Alex uh, and had put up a quote of Do not judge a song by its duration, nor by the number of its notes. Judge it by the way it touches and lifts your soul. Sometimes those unfinished are among the most beautiful And their thoughts are with Freya, the Duncan family and all who were blessed to have Alex in their lives. And our shout out to uh, Fife Police Pipe Band and the entire community uh, around uh, the Fife Band at this time. Last week saw Mackenzie Caledonian Pipe Band returning to practice. So it was a welcome, albeit gentle, return to the pads and chanters followed by Swift Pints and Drams at the Gunners for a good catch-up. So the band is now currently into recruitment mode for all three bands, uh, open to piping and drumming candidates. Uh, Whilst the Grade 2 Big Macs are back up and running, stay tuned for any news regarding the Grade 3 development and the novice juvenile teaching bands. Uh, So... Details are up on Mackenzie Caledonian's Facebook page. Uh, You will find them at Mackenzie Caledonian. Uh, You can contact the Grade 2 Pipe Major, Jamie Falconer, uh, and his email address is jamiefalconer6 at gmail.com. The Grade 3 Pipe Major is Stuart Brown. His email address is pipingmad at rocketmail.com. And obviously the Novice Juvenile Pipe Major is Scott Donald, and he can be contacted at scott.donald2 at btinternet.com. So that's scott.donald and then the number 2 at btinternet.com. And we wish Mackenzie Caledonian Pipe Band every success and look forward to seeing them on the grass again in 2022. So that's you. You're all up to date with this week's news and events. Um, And as usual on the Big Rab Show, um, it's that time of the week again. It's time for a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week.
0: LoneStarPiper.com Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, LoneStarPiper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gaelic-themed kilts and uniforms to RG Hardy and Henderson bagpipes LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe with RG Hardy's extensive line of products they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass if you have any questions about any of the products they carry you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com LoneStarPiper.com helping champions look and sound their best Having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic, and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors and lock up the factory. In May this year, they reopened their doors, and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corps is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers and their cores. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. McLennan Bagpipes. From North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland, they adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, and I'm back again after a well-deserved rest. Thank you, Aaron, for all of that. That was fantastic, mate. Thank you very much. Alrighty, this week's topic of the week, we're going to be chatting to Dan from the Chicago Highlanders. Now, we get to hear from these guys because they're celebrating quite an exciting anniversary, and we thought it would be a great opportunity to catch up with Dan, hear about the band, And uh, just what they're doing to help celebrate such an event. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then don't worry. Stay tuned. We've got quite an incredible interview with, uh, yeah, let's introduce them to the podcast, shall we? Here's Dan. So welcome to the podcast, Dan from the Chicago Highlanders. Dan, how are you, man?
1: Hi, Rab. I'm doing well. Thanks again for uh, taking the time. I, I know that uh, you've got, got a lot of things going on in the show there, so I uh, do appreciate you taking the time for us.
0: No, not, not at all. If anything, this interview has been a little bit in the making because uh, we've been so crazy busy over World's Week and everything. It's just taking a bit of time to catch up with you. So I finally get the chance to talk to you, so it's brilliant to catch up with you. So for folks who don't know who you are or who the Chicago Highlanders are, and then uh, do you want to give a little bit of an introduction as to who you are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit about me. I mean, I'm, I've been a piper for about 10 years, but my inspiration came from my father, who was uh, uh, a Milwaukee police officer and uh, was a piper there in the Billy Mitchell Scottish Pipe Band, who's still in existence. Mm-hmm. And uh, he joined that band with uh, a, a fellow officer and uh, piped for a few years. So I grew up with it. I've got a, a picture in my pipe case of... Uh, uh, standing next to my father with his, uh, pipes. And, think uh, he's got like some crazy old, uh, white jacket on, uh, that, you know, no one, no one would wear nowadays, but, uh, he gave it up to, uh, raise a family and, and, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, had a busy life. And, um, when he retired a few years back, uh, my sister let me know that he was piping again. I was like, wow, unexpected. And, uh, yeah. so I told my wife, uh, that if anybody ever wanted to get me a, a, birthday gift father's day something like that that i'd like a practice chanter, and uh so not too long after that that one showed up and uh i started uh it it sat around for a while um and uh then i I googled for lessons in the area and found the chicago highlanders and uh uh, one thing about their their website stuck with me and that's that they were giving free lessons to interested and conscientious individuals to me that You needed to show up and put in the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I went into it knowing that. And um, uh, uh, so I've been with the band about 10 years now and uh, became the band manager, uh, I don't know, maybe five years ago, something like that. And um, so now I'm in charge of booking gigs and maintaining the website and doing social media and things like that.
0: All that fun stuff then, Dan. Yeah, you get all the glamorous jobs. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when people ask me if I want to lead a set, I, I just uh, I, I book gigs and and uh, maintain the website. I'm not I'm not a pipe major, but. Um, yeah, so the, the Chicago Highlanders have been around for 100 years now. And uh, we actually share that uh, that anniversary with another Chicago band, the Chicago Stockyard Kilties, who have a, a, a common um, root band. And then uh, after a few years, there was a sponsorship that was involved, like with the Curtis Candy Company. Where we were the Curtis Kilties for a while. And then uh, at some point long ago, and none of us were around, there was a split in the band and they became the Kilties and uh, were the, the Highlanders, but uh, we try to maintain a cordial relationship with them. As a matter of fact, at the recent Waukesha uh, games that uh, you know have been in the news, um, uh, normally uh, a high-grade band would be the duty band for the day and lead the mass bands in amazing grace. But the, uh, the Highlanders and the Kilties uh, stepped forward at mass bands and, and led everyone in amazing grace in, in recognition of our centennial anniversary. Ah, oh,
0: fantastic! Well, if anything, that brings me on to what I want to be chatting to you about, Dan. A hundred years for a band to be together, even here in the UK, that is uncommon. You know, we we have a few bands in the UK that are a hundred years plus. For you guys, celebrating a centenary is bound to be something special. So, what are you guys doing to help mark the occasion?
1: Yeah, well, COVID's gotten in the way, as you can imagine, a little bit. But uh, we started talking about it uh, uh, at least three years ago. Um, There's a a local brewery called the Pollyanna Brewing Company that uh, one one of our pipers went to school with, uh, the founder. And uh, so we met with him about three years ago and talked about brewing a a beer for us, like a Centennial Ale or something like that. We really didn't have... Uh, a fully formed idea at that time, but he was receptive. And uh, so we talked about it and, uh, you know, then that plan just kind of got put on the shelf until the right time. But then, uh, uh, you know, COVID came along and uh, we were uncertain whether we'd be able to have any kind of celebration, but um, uh, that's going forward. They're not actually gonna brew a beer for us, but um, they are going to uh, do a a private label crowler, which is a, a 32 ounce can. And uh, so in a couple of weeks, that's going to go uh, online on their website for pre-ordering. And uh, we're having a centennial party at one of the Pollyanna locations uh, here right outside of Chicago. And uh, you'll be able to pick up your, your crawler and we're going to have a party. And it's, we're going to try and make it less like a traditional concert and more like a celebration of uh, the 100 years.
0: That sounds like all sorts of fun. So about the band itself, then you guys are obviously you're a competing band playing in grade four at the moment. Um, Throughout the history of the band, have you ever made the trip over to the UK to compete at any games here?
1: Yeah, so before my time, but, uh, I think it was 2010 that, uh, that the Highlanders did make it over and, uh, competed at the Worlds. Um, there's, there's no one still in the band that, uh, that made that trip over. So as you can imagine, details are kind of scarce sometimes yeah. um there were a lot of things on our website when i took that over that talked about like us being the oldest band in in the states and uh i i kind of did some fact checking on that and um not entirely sure that's a claim that uh that's 100 percent accurate so i i try to remove things like that but um yeah we have made it over to, to scotland and the band was um uh originally formed by uh, some scottish immigrant brothers uh and uh, one of them is the uh i think it's the great grandfather of uh, jim sim the, the, who you interviewed last oh, week really
0: no oh, but hey there you go it's a small world <laughs> yeah, exactly. so dan tell us about the makeup of the band then how many folks have you got in the ranks
1: So when I joined the band, there were over 40 people in the band. Uh, We had a huge drum corps. Yeah. And, uh, you know, over time, like many bands, we, we suffered from, uh, people leaving to raise families, you know, jobs moving away. Uh, people left to go to other bands. We even had a pipe major who passed away uh, a few years ago. So there were some, There were some uh, rehearsals that we went to where there was like five of us, and we were wondering if we would make it to our 100 here. Mm. Um, but uh, the, the band, like many bands, is made up of a good cross-section. of. Uh, we have an aircraft mechanic and a, a pilot who's a student now. We have a retired firefighter, an active fire chief, um, a nurse, uh, myself. I'm an IT professional. Uh, one of our, uh, our lead drummers is actually the uh, drumming instructor up at St. John's, uh where the the highland games were were held last weekend mm-hmm. so a uh, good good cross section of people and uh we're we're a pretty close knit group we um you know, we do a lot of charity gigs and bar gigs and things like that in addition to doing competitions and and we enjoy each other's company out out outside of the um the pipe band setting
0: they are and, and if anything that does count for a lot as well dan you know because you can all play beside each other in the competition circle that's one thing but you have to be able to get on with each other as well yeah you know yeah, absolutely. so the big social element then is part of your uh, makeup then really yeah
1: yeah i think so uh definitely um some of the other things we've done for the uh, the Centennial, like we, we've had patches made. You see the logo in, in the corner of my Zoom background there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some patches made for our bags and uh, some stickers made with that same logo. We've got some uh, beer can koozies that we'll be giving away at our, our party coming up in October. But uh, one of the cooler things is that our our pipe major, Anita, uh, wrote a tune called the, uh, the Centennial March. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, we played that in our... Our recent uh, competition at the Waukesha Highland Games—they
0: were fantastic. We'll have to get a little listen to that. Now I'll have to dig out that clip actually, and by the magic of editing, I shall drop it in at this point. I think, yeah. <laughs> So there you go. How did you find Wickershaw then? We were chatting to Jim last week on the pod and he was saying that the event overall was pretty much a success and you guys actually being there competing at it. How did you find it?
1: I thought it was great. Um, uh I really enjoy going to the highland games i'm I'm the type of person that i i enjoy the competition sets I enjoy practicing for that that makes me a a better piper mm. um but I'm not one of the people that's too competitive like win or lose I just enjoy being there on the day um and that was double for for this year um you know just just uh i arrived early in the morning and uh just listening to soloists tuning up just hearing pipe pipe music all around you yeah, like oh i know that tune i know that tune uh, i can see that guy over there i know him you know how, how did you do today it was it was really great um that's a, that's a, jim even really though he, appreciate he
0: spoke about that as well you know just standing in like the parking lot and you were able to hear the noise of people tuning up and stuff even hearing that after so long of being in lockdown it is. it's honestly something special isn't it
1: absolutely yeah um Jim Jim is great. Um he's he's done a great job. I I know that uh you know, one of the other things that he's responsible for here in the Midwest Pipe Band Association is the the concert formation for uh the grades oh, yeah. uh
2: yeah.
1: grades mm-hmm. three and two for their for their medley sets at the Chicago Games. That mm-hmm. uh that, that's gone over really well, I think, with the bands and the spectators. I have friends outside of piping that I've brought to pipe band competitions and yeah you know, on the way home I'll say oh, what did, so what did you think of that and uh I've I've heard the comment more than once that's uh, why why do the bands march in and then turn their backs to the See? to the crowd
0: Yeah <laughs> I've been saying that too on the show man <laughs> yeah
1: well i think we you know anybody who's in the pipe band world realizes that there's a practical reason for the circle and that's yeah. uh so that you can watch the pipe major's foot and uh you know watch each other's fingers and kind mm-hmm. of uh glance around the circle and just just you know have some situational awareness make sure you know what's going on um, it. so it's yeah i i think it's i think there's a good practical reason for it and i i enjoy playing in the circle
0: No, that's it. And it's almost traditional. You know, we've been doing it now for so long. I I dare say it'll not change too quickly. But, hey, I'm not going to start singing the praises of MWPBA again because this will be the second podcast doing Mm -hmm. that. But honestly, they are Mm -hmm. forward looking. And I think for sure, yeah, exciting times ahead. So, speaking of the future and stuff, then, Dan, what does the future hold for yourselves then at the Chicago Highlanders?
1: Well, actually, this has been a really great year for us. It really, it really truly has. Like uh, over the last few years, we have doubled down on students and recruiting. Um, we've, we've made flyers, you know, like all bands do this, but mm. you meet with just such marginal success. Um, I've, I've, uh, you know, run, we, 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 we did a pub crawl a few years ago and we put Ads on a uh, Celtic radio show here in the Chicago area. And Mm -hmm. uh, I could see that uh, when those ads ran, our website traffic went up. But uh, the pub crawl, which was just for recruiting, just to hand out flyers, was not very well attended. And uh, I was personally a little bit disappointed because I put a lot of work into it. But right now, I've I've got uh two students myself and uh one of them is a young young man he's 11 years old and his his younger brother is taking drum lessons with us. We've got uh a couple of other youngsters, one that's uh working on tenor drum, another piping student. Um and we've got people across the age spectrum and this year we've actually voted five new pipers into the band. So uh things are Brilliant. looking up. It's 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 been it it's 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 we've been been fortunate that uh just despite the you know covid and all the disappointments of the last couple of years that um our our numbers are starting to turn around in a positive direction so there really appreciate
0: that uh, that's fantastic to hear and hi i hope you guys continue to build on every strength for sure do you know piping and drumming what i'm hearing in the midwest in the u.s it definitely seems to be thriving at the moment so hi i wish us every success it's fantastic news
1: yeah thank you thank you
0: so Dan, onto yourself then personally. Uh we've heard how you get into piping and all the rest, but uh always we have some big rap show staples that we ask everyone who comes on the show and you're not going to escape either. So uh yeah. Of course I have to ask you what's your favorite cheese Dan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm prepared for that one. Uh yeah, I'm I'm actually from Wisconsin originally and uh that's oh, that's see. the that's the dairy state here in the US and uh mm-hmm. I like lots of cheeses and uh I do like to try different esoteric cheeses from time to time but I keep coming Very back good. to cheddar. Uh cheddar is definitely my my yeah, favorite.
0: Can't bet a good sharp cheddar. Definitely. Yep. And also then throughout your history in piping uh, from when you first started, can you say that there's been any one moment that you thought, wow, that's quite special?
1: yeah uh you know as as a member of the highlanders i've had a, uh, a lot of really good opportunities we've, we've played at the the chicago bulls on center court for um at, at the united united center here in chicago yeah. uh for saint patrick's day uh arlington race course is uh a horse racing track that's yeah. uh, nearby yeah. us here we played there a number of times and it's kind of cool to uh, uh to see yourself on the big uh the big screen, big screen. <laughs> playing playing amazing grace uh that, that's that's kind of cool um um, <clears throat> we've had, uh, opportunities to meet some minor celebrities at, uh, golf outings and things like that. Um, I don't know, you know, I, I, I think there's, there's really too many to pick one. We've played at nine 11 ceremonies and, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, funerals for, uh, fallen officers and things like that. Uh, yeah. you know, as, as a band and me personally, we, we really try to get involved with, uh, uh community things. We play for a lot of, um, uh, charity runs and walks and things like that. So I don't, I don't yeah. think I have, I have one, I, I think just being, being in this community and, and, uh, you know, make, making someone's day a little bit better by, uh, by playing some, some pipe music is, yeah. uh, that, that's what I enjoy the most. That's a fantastic
0: answer. There you go. So normally we ask that question and it's like, oh, I won the Worlds in 19, whatever. And, or, you know, my daughter <laughs> lifted the Worlds. So, no, to get an answer like that, honestly, it kind of, just kind of shows me that how important actually playing is. And that's one of our focus here on the show. We're trying to get people back playing again after a pandemic so have you found like any kind of a downturn you know from your own membership of guys who just kicked the pipes onto the bed and forgot all about them or are they continuing to play throughout all of the
1: matches? Yeah, we <clears throat> We continued to play through COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a couple of months where, uh, at, the, at the beginning of it, um, we we were cautious. We started doing some Zoom practices, but then spring came. We started with outdoor practices, and uh, um, you know we're socially distant, and mm-hmm. uh, but. No one among our ranks knew anybody that got sick or anything, so we we kind of continued with that, but then, then there was actually one member of our band who uh, was hospitalized because of COVID, and oh, we kind of talked among ourselves and went went back into uh, mm. a little bit of isolation, and then, uh, you know, so we've, we've been on and off, but we've maintained somewhat of a regular practice schedule. The gigs were definitely definitely down last year we maintain a fairly busy schedule and last last year was a bit slow but it's starting to come back
0: oh fantastic well hi we're building for bigger and better things and i hope to see you guys going from strength to strength in 2022 for sure so for more information then and for anyone who's actually interested in taking up the challenge of playing uh you guys obviously are still recruiting um so where can people go and check you guys out
1: so we actually have two websites. We have uh, the original ChicagoHighlanders.org, which was uh, uh, our website when I took over managing it, and I, I created a new website, kind of a more modern look at Centennial.ChicagoHighlanders.org. Uh, mm-hmm. Both are up right now, but we're migrating, like music storage, and uh, our email list is managed on on the old website. So uh, I need to finish moving some things over, but before the end of this year, it, it'll just be ChicagoHighlanders.org. So if you if you if you head there, you'll right. you'll find it. Our Facebook course, page is also good. I was just going to say, you're, you're all yep, over right. social
0: media. So, yeah, yeah, I can definitely catch you guys there. So, Dan, thank you so much for taking time to chat us here on The Big Rab Show. Man, we really appreciate you taking the time. And congratulations on 100 years.
1: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. Really appreciate it.
0: Oh, excellent stuff. Thank you, Dan, for chatting to us here in the show, man, and taking time to talk to us. And, uh, yeah, best wishes to everyone there at the uh, Chicago Highlanders, absolutely brilliant band. But, yeah, so I wish you as well with your celebrations. And for anyone out there who is interested in the band and checking out more details, of course, or possibly even lifting an instrument with them, then you can check them out on their social media. They're everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, blah, 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 all that stuff. They're all over the place. Just type it into your search engine, Chicago Highlanders Pipe Band. And you will find them. There you are indeed. Well, guys, like I said at the very beginning of this week's show, it's been a painful listen, I'm sure, listening to this poor excuse of a voice that I have right now. But, uh, hey, you can't be healthy 24-7 all the time. Do you know what I mean? Hey, sometimes I fall ill. I'm human. I'm human! But if anything, it's a great excuse to drink loads of tea and, yeah, the odd hot whiskey here and there. And I might have had a couple already today, but, hey, What's the harm in having a third one, do you know? Anyway, yeah, who knows? It might help me actually get my voice back. But, hey, I will be back again, of course, on Fuse FM Battle Money this week. I will be back again for two hours of piping goodness, and I'll be right back here again next week for another Big Rab Show podcast, hopefully with a bit of a better voice on me. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week and each and every week. And don't forget that you can tell your friends about our wee show and let them know exactly what we're doing over here. And, if you would like to, you don't have to, please do go and check out our Patreon and consider clicking on that support button. We've got loads of extra stuff back there for you guys to enjoy. That is exclusive to Patreon-only subs. Alright, so, by way of a final reminder... Like Aaron said, the closing date for nominations is tomorrow, the 16th indeed, at 5pm UK time and the doors close for another year for nominations for the Big Rab Show Awards. So get your nominations in when you can, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, because like I say, 5pm UK time on the 16th, doors close. And then, yeah, the announcement starts of all of our finalists and you can tune in to Fuse to actually hear that, so... mm, Yeah, we'll be announcing our finalists live on Fuse. And we'll be talking all about it, of course, on next week's podcast. All right, guys. That's it. That's it for this week's podcast. I can't believe it. We actually got through a show where I had no voice. Uh, Well done to the Big Rab Show team, seriously, who pulled it out of the bag. Thank you so much to everyone. And a special shout-out to Aaron McElwain as well, who lended his voice talents as well to this. So thank you, Aaron. Uh, doing a fantastic job there on Weekly Drone, as well as our updates and news and views. Yeah, excellent stuff. Who knows? This could turn out to be uh, the Big Rab and Aaron show. You know, <laughs> I mean, I may have to rebrand it. There you go. Alrighty, I'm out the door, folks, and I will see you all on uh, Fuse, of course, through the week, but I will see you here back again for another Big Rab Show podcast next week. Until then, folks, stay safe. Take care. All the best. <laughs> Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the patreon faithful so until next week guys we'll see you right here on the big rab show podcast all the best